0: Did you bring the baby Gherkins?
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. Absolutely. I hate to see it. Wasted potential. Are you drunk? (laughs) I'm so drunk right now. Welcome to Bad Author Book Club, where we're not like other authors—we're worse.
0: I'm Claribel A. Ortega. I'm Ryan Lasala, and we're two authors reading the most bizarre fiction we can find. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> Today's episode is Chapter 18 of Modeland by Tyra
0: Banks, La Lumiere. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back in Modeland. Yes! Oh, it's fun. <laughs> oh. God, I miss this book. I really do. I have like a strange relationship with it where now when we sit down to like read it in preparation for these episodes, I do get like a tingle of excitement. Because I'm like, Me too. What, what could possibly happen next?
1: Yes, I think I think so someone on Twitter was talking about how when they play Animal Crossing, mm-hmm they get this, like, sort of, like, nostalgic feeling for, like, what it was like during the beginning of the pandemic because Mm -hmm. that was, like, a distraction Mm -hmm. for a lot of us, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like this feels the same to me because, like, when we started doing this was the first time it was, like, I felt joy again.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah. It does center (laughs) me in that moment when I was, like, there is goodness in the world.
1: Like, we laughed and, like, It was just something to, to like, completely throw ourselves into. Right. um, That was so ridiculous and so over the top. And, Mm -hmm. like, you couldn't help but become consumed by it. So it sort of brings me, in a weird way, back to this, like, warm, happy place. Even though, as I'm reading, I'm constantly
0: suffering. Um... (laughs) Well, there's something, like, there's something, like... There's a detachment to the suffering, right? Because it's so... I don't know. So departed from reality that it fully takes me out of like even the present day because it's like anachronistic in the way that it's like written too. So it's like this thing has neither time nor space attached to it, and therefore it feels like a total escape from reality in like a pure way.
1: Hundred percent. I I agree with you. Um, and I do just long for the day when something interesting happens. So <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting. Yeah. Um. Although I will say I feel like. Something interesting did happen in this chapter, but we'll mm-hmm. get to that. Yeah, um, I have some theories, we'll...
0: too, and I'm excited to hear, like, your thoughts on a few things. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so if you remember from last episode, we mm-hmm. were in the boot camp.
0: Yep, thigh high The thigh-high
1: boot camp. And so this episode starts off with Tookie waking up, um, sort of like, where am I? And she's wearing the same outfit it mentions as the other girls, except that we're in the what was it? The O plaza, except in two-tone green. That, um, I didn't
0: understand that. So like, she's right. Cause she was in cargo pants and her cargo pants flew off, which was a huge twist to me last episode that she was in. Yeah. Cargo we pants ne- in time. She, never, we, knew.
1: I don't think they ever told us that. Um, no, honestly, we,
0: we learned about them as Tookie learned about them, which is exactly when they were being ripped off her body. I don't. So she's in the same outfit as everybody else, except it was two-tone green. So is she the only one in the two-tone green outfit? That's
1: what I wasn't sure about. I think it does mention that the other girls are wearing the same outfit she is, but it doesn't specify a
0: color. You know what? Let's I don't on. think it matters. Yeah, I don't think any of this matters.
1: Um, what, what did make me laugh, though, is that, like, she's like, oh, no, am I back at the boot camp? But if you remember from the last... um chapter the last episode her last thought was like no i don't want to leave like thinking of all the happy times i've had which is like you've been here a day it's been nothing but suffering and zippers trying to end (laughs) your life like (laughs) let's get it together i know you're fucking i know you're fucking lying okay
0: Bitch, grow up. you Grow up. Every second of this. You've like, someone's nose fell off a moment ago and you're like, I never want to leave. This, this is the, the golden year of my life.
1: Tookie so, is definitely a Twitter user because she has a revisionist history mm-hmm. of how everything fucking happens. It happens like whatever way is convenient for her at the moment. Right, she's uh. like, let me send my
0: victimhood. And the thing is, if we want victimhood, you could have it. But no, like this is like an emotional place. So she's like, please don't make me leave. She wakes up. They're in the plaza. They're looking at the... So, if you remember, dearest reader, the, like, main building of Model Land is that, like, it's a giant M building. But now we learn that next to it is sort of, like, these, like, cube-like houses with, like, uh, lattices, slivers of jade and turquoise opaque stone. So, this is a new structure Mm
1: -hmm. in Model
0: Land. Uh, And (laughs) this made me laugh. Um... Tookie's staring at this structure and a flower <laughs> nearby opens its eyes, looks right at her. It says, admiring the D, are you?
1: Well, it's actually, it's not the flower that says it. Wait, who
0: says it? Oh, it's ZZ ZZ says ZZ. it. No,
1: but it's funny because I made that note too, because I thought it was the flower also because oh. it opens its eyes. Yeah. And then.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. It, the flower just stares at her. And then, yeah. a ho- a, like, a, a disembodied voice says, admiring the D-R-U, which I guess is ZZ, who's, like, right behind her.
1: Yeah. it's. I guess it could be the flower, but it would make more sense if it was Z- no, ZZ. No, you were right.
0: I was just hopeful. I was having an Alice in Wonderland moment of, like, just no, like those rude-ass flowers.
1: That was my first thought, too. I even made it in a note, like, I thought... The f- voice was coming from the flower. Uh, it's very strange, very very strange. Um, also, admiring the dru. That's what my boyfriend said last night. Hey! <laughs> oh. um, so Zizi scoops her into a huge bear hug, oh, wow. and then. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. What? <laughs> I. <laughs> okay. So she sees her friends. Oh. Okay. And you- <laughs>
0: It's slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> so, Toki, yeah, she saw Shiraz, Dylan, and Piper walking towards her in slow motion, all wearing the same outfit she was. And she even says, they're walking in slow-mo.
1: <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, my God.
0: Are you spitting?
1: It's so funny. Hold on. So,
0: I <laughs> could. <laughs> Claremont's was having a little bit more white claw. <laughs> Terrible idea. Oh, well, we have a, <laughs> sweet, we got another episode to record after this. <laughs> so you could be the drunk one this time. <laughs> but,
1: so, oh my god, it was so funny. I'm tell sorry. Me, I... Why does
0: this make you laugh so hard?
1: Because there are obviously in books there are moments that feel like slow motion, right? right? Yeah. I have a moment like that in Ghost Squad at the very end of Ghost Squad. Yeah. But you specify unless it's a magical sort of mechanism, mm-hmm. you specify as if in slow motion. Like the moment is so dramatic that it feels like these girls are walking towards her in slow motion. They look so cool, like they like in sync, mm-hmm. whatever. That mm-hmm. it's almost like they're slow motion, like right. from a perfume commercial or whatever. Right. But no,
0: not here. Not they're
1: literally walking <laughs> in slow motion towards her.
0: Yeah, and, like, and
1: that just made me laugh so much to think about. it. And then for them to just stop and suddenly everything's normal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, so Oh, God. Good. So, we don't even... Tookie's like, this is a dream. But then Zarpesa shows up and Chased and they're like, no, it's actually a nightmare. Uh, and Dylan cries out, you made it, girl. Um, Mm. now she's running towards Tookie, so the pace has now gone back to just normal time. And, this grossed me out, they crash together in a sloppy, love-filled reunion hug.
1: Lesbian pouch! Lesbian
0: pouch! It's back! With the Lesbian Pouch (laughs) Girls. Uh, Tookie looks at ZZ and is like, is thigh-high boot camp really over? Which I think is Mm. the question on, you know, the name on everybody's lips is is the Hibu camp actually over? Because it sort of ended right. unceremoniously. Literally, there was no runway. And the girls know right. this, right? We yeah. hear all about the runway. Um,
1: do you think that's going to be important, that that point? Because, yeah, I do. Because um, there was no fashion show. Like, Piper says there's no fashion show. And then ZZ is like, she looks worried. Yeah. And she mentions that there hasn't been a fashion show for, like, the past two years and mentions that it's because, like, he wants to take credit for all the walks, so he didn't want them to be able to walk, like, I guess, without his instruction first. And
0: the he being here, uh, Guru Gonero. Yes, yes, Right, who I think is, like, a Mm -hmm. Miss J-type character. And I also wonder, I'm like, is this actually, like, a tip that Tyra has with runway coaches who, like, claim another girl's hard work for their like I wonder if this is like a thing that actually happens because otherwise Maybe. it sort of like feels like an arbitrary thing to, yeah. to leave out unless Tyra making a statement about like runway coaches and how they monopolize like the walks of because if you think about it runway models like the things that they're iconic for are their walks so of mm. course someone would sort of want to get in and be like I gave that to her
1: right I wonder also like if it's going to be, like, part of a plot somehow. Like, maybe Guru Mm. Ganero is, like, doing some shady shit and, like, this is, like, going to come up later. I don't know. Keep an eye on it, everyone, because we're going to... Everybody,
0: (laughs) (laughs) keep an eye on this and all the 700 details, um, including Tookie's two-tone army green outfit. Um, Uh, So, (laughs) I like this line where... um, who someone someone says this i'm really sorry you had to experience such hell without getting a payoff of heaven but you <laughs> made says it says it i hope your time <laughs> here is worth the agony you just experienced and i was like that could be the tagline for the book <laughs> like, yeah <you> know, I... <laughs> uh seriously um so we
1: find out 54 girls
0: yeah, made it made it yep
1: um and then there's a moment where they're like um. so Shiraz is like those who didn't make it Even in her Shiraz like broken English that right. I refuse to do because I feel like it's racist yeah um, and she's like so what happens basically to the girls who don't make it right and the answer is like they're gone forever never to return and I'm like okay but what happens to them <laughs> like you did not answer like do they die or is it that they're just not allowed to come back to model land like where though. do they go if you
0: remember they did pass through a door labeled home so I think it's pretty obvious
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, so did these girls, right? Like, didn't they all go through a door also?
0: No, I, I totally think you're right. It's definitely left ambiguous on purpose. I think what we're supposed to believe and what the girls are supposed to believe is that, like, the girls that didn't make it went through the doors labeled home. They, like, couldn't cut it. um, But obviously they didn't. Like, obviously these girls are being, like, turned into flowers that stare at Tookie and maybe uh-huh. talk. Like, th- like, these people are be- definitely being recycled into, like mannequins and other components yeah. of model land i think that's and pretty... then she
1: okay and then she just doesn't want to say so basically right. yeah zizi okay. doesn't want to
0: scare them i think okay so they they now have to go to the dorms so now the next section that we go into is just like the oh the d sorry the d which as we'll find out in a second stands for the dorms is where the they're dorms.
1: gonna <laughs> yeah um, yeah this whole part really reminded me of when the models on America's Next Top Model oh, arrive at their apartment. And, like, mm-hmm. run
0: around and, like, claim beds. Mm-hmm. And there's always, like, one less bed than there's supposed to be. Yeah. This is, like, a very yeah. classic thing. And, like, like this is, like, Bad Girls Club 101. But, yeah.
1: It's, like, reality TV show,
0: like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Very vibes. I did love that Dylan is the only one, like, they're about to run into this building, and Dylan is like, I'm not going in there. Like, I was just stabbed by a needle. My face just fell off. Like, I'm not going into a random building. Like, and I was like, a voice of reason, finally, from somebody. But, alas, yeah. they all have to run in. And mm. I uh, the, so the description, just so everyone has, like, a visual of this. Uh, it's sun streaming through high windows, vast living room with couches, tables, and pillows. It was decorated in a blend of styles, and this did make me laugh. Gothic, mid-century modern, art deco, with a hint of laboratory. (laughs) What does that mean? Like like bubbling flasks, like booping, beeping buttons? What does laboratory mean?
1: I don't know. Maybe like like sanitized, like all white,
0: like Oh, I, I, can see I don't that. know. I like to imagine that there's like a fume hood and um Dr. <laughs> Alexa Ashington for just like in the background. Like she's here holding her test tubes of glowing, like semen liquid. This is a reference to kissing coronavirus if anyone's wondering, but I was like, What is I mean? we know that we know that Madeline is supposed to sound like sort of like devious and diabolical but i love like the outright statement of like and a hint of mad scientists like thrown into the air it's
1: so on the nose Very. um so they this part so um zizi's showing them around and she's like this is the uncommon room right <laughs> and so i feel like the uncommon room is like a really good summation of the way that tyra does like world building and tell me because it's so basic. Uh-huh. It's so basically like the opposite of like the common room, like the uncommon room. Right. Um, and But it doesn't really differentiate in any way that makes it like fun or interesting or like funny or like a commentary or like anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like literally the opposite. It's like world building in the way that like Sabri- the Netflix Sabrina did. Yeah. Everything was like the opposite of, of the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. It was like, hail Satan or like or whatever they said, like um it was like just basically the opposite of what an actual catholic would say in church and i was right. like this is so boring like right. like you're just taking the thing that already exists and turning it upside down but just by using the opposite word like you're not actually doing anything innovative and mm. it it feels very not like other girls it yeah. feels very like it's the different room. Like, See, it's the, not like Harry Potter rooms, not right? like
0: most dormitory,
1: Right, but like how? Like, right. sh- like, tell me why it's the uncommon room. So like, what what's
0: different about it? What you're getting at, I think, is a great point, And this is something that I'll bring up often in like writing workshops, which is that inversion is not subversion, right? Just to invert something to make it the uncommon versus the common does not necessarily like subvert the trope itself. And the example that I use is oftentimes like, there was a a bunch of sci-fi that came out years ago that was like, in a world where women rule instead. And it was like a matriarchal culture instead of patriarchal culture. But everything looked and sort of felt exactly like a patriarchy, except it was like women in charge. And it didn't actually like ask the question of like, well, what would a society like Structured by Women look like? How are we playing with these themes or tropes? Right. It was just like, the point was always, women, as bad as men, just as suspected, <laughs> boo! Right? Like, which is not again like that's not subversion it's just an inversion of what we can recognize and if you're not making a point about it if you're not actually effortfully like taking something that is common and trying to figure out like what makes it like uncommon and the why which is what this is missing then it just sort of flops so yeah something to keep in mind all the writers out there that are trying to sort of flip things on their heads if you just turn it upside down a reader's eye can still recognize it as basically the same thing that we're familiar with so you got to do a little a little little more more work on that
1: so, the D stands for dorms, obviously. Yep. Some mannequins enter and bring them their centuras.
0: Yeah, which I've been wondering when this is going to show up. These are the magical, basically, waist trainers that all the wear. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. That- I guess that they are the thing that makes the Bella magic happen, even though they have innate powers. So, that confused me a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, I'm... What I'm assuming is that they're like a magic wand, kind of like like uh, you can have powers, yeah. but you need this tool to sort of like siphon it through and to like control it and direct it.
0: Right. Okay. That would make sense to me, even like from a magic and like world building perspective. Right. Um. It would have been cool to sort of see hints of these na- like nascent powers that these girls potentially possess. Even yeah. someone who like maybe can't control it and sort of depends upon the centura. I think I feel like that'll maybe come up, but like. Again, Tookie was sort of just thrown into this, and we feel like it's a very, like, you know, random. Uh, I'm still wondering if there's going to be any hint of Tookie's power sort of in her backstory. Like, the languages thing, for instance, yes. or the eyes. Like, we haven't really seen any powers out of Tookie, except for maybe being invisible, right? Like, maybe that's her her power. We could find out. Uh, yeah. In which case, this is, you know, there's a dormitory, and our main character's power is an invisibility cloak, like very good Tyra uh but <laughs> no I don't know I uh so ZZ's the one sort of talking about the those injuries, yeah. and she's like keep them on at all times the more that you wear them the more that they like activate your powers and you should see me try to do a photo shoot without this thing like I'm completely gross and I don't really like I don't really love the like body morph aspect of this because they yeah. are like I don't know if they're like Cinching the waist, but tookies when it lands on her. The word that Tyra uses is that uh, a, a centaur flies through the air and cinches tookies' waist. Yes. So, I do like, I do feel like this is like sort of thinning them down or shaping them in a way, yep. and it mm-hmm. makes me a little uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, same here. I, I agree. I also noticed that when mm-hmm. it was, when they particularly use that word, I was Cinch. like, Ugh. right, Um, and then also from like a magic. Uh, standpoint in terms of what the centura does it's like all we know is like it makes the Bella magic happen and Mm -hmm. it helps ZZ during a photo shoot how is that interesting or special or something that like a normal human can't do like unless they like normal humans can be good at modeling right? (laughs) Like, like unless they are like floating or like becoming like magically more beautiful like I wish or and maybe we will see examples of what exactly the center does because like the idea of them i guess um of what they do aside from like make you do normal things that a human can do that are not magical right better it, it it I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it uh, What's not
0: clicking? I'm with you. Well, I sort of, like, this brings me back to the magical mountain moment when, like, people were literally causing earthquakes. So I'm like, okay, so then is, like, Exodus, who is that, like, the model who could, like, throw herself Mm. through, like, warp holes and stuff and, like, fly through the air and the ground. Uh, I'm like, are her photo shoots enhanced by the fact that, like, she's always teleporting about, like, Sindisi, like, all of those people. Like, those are the powers that we have as, like, reference. And I don't see how those powers, except for the ones that can, like, literally morph themselves or, like, de-age, like... I don't know. I'm with you. I'm still sort of missing how the centurions enhance a model's ability to model, aside from kind of the implication that it just thins them out a little bit.
1: Oh, which I, I don't like at all. Yeah. Um.
0: Anyway, so, so they... Most, yeah. What happens next? Um, they, they find their rooms. They go to the rooms. They have to go to the rooms, and I, I kind of found myself skimming this because there was this whole... Uh, like, there's a wall of fabric flowers, a lot more description. And basically, they're, they're trying to find their names on doors, and they sort themselves into dormitory rooms for a piece. And, took and it... their
1: names appear in graffiti style, which I thought was
0: really <laughs> Yeah, <funny>. graffiti style. <laughs> um, which is kind of fun and punky. So, in one room, it's Kamalini, who, if you guys remember, we met her very briefly in, like, the zip-zap sequence mm-hmm. right before... Um, the Thai boot camp, and Shiraz is in the same room with Tookie and Kamalini, uh, and we don't know who is the fourth girl yet.
1: So, they go into their rooms, and there's nothing in there but, like, burlap sacks? <laughs> until, like, I think it's Shiraz, she bumps into something, and it, she, she loses her footing and falls forward, <laughs> but she stops, and something invisible breaks her fall, so it's a bed there. And like, what is the point? Like, what at this so so basically they go into this room and it's an empty room but there's beds and the beds are invisible until <laughs> they find each one yeah. so i had a really funny thought i felt like i really recognized a lot of my very very early writing in yeah. that particular scene <laughs> because some of the scenes were like settings for setting sake because like i wanted to talk about how cool the world was mm-hmm. and like all these like things that i could make up um and something that like unless the, these beds being invisible. What? Yeah. Like, she spends so much time on them, right? Because we talk about walking into the room, the room being empty, Shiraz bumping into the bed, the bed materializing. She falls like on the
0: bed. She's like, ooh, it's soft. What could it be? They think about it a little bit. Right. It turns out to be a bed.
1: <laughs> it's over a paragraph. And if you're spending that much time on something like that, yeah. then it should be part of the plot or important somehow. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not. Like, it's, it's just... I mean, we don't know. I guess.
0: <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, are the invisible beds ever gonna come up like again? No, definitely not. But like, why are things invisible? Why is furniture invisible? Like, what is the point of like thrusting girls into a room just so that they like walk around and bump into shit? Like, when a detail like this comes up, I have to ask myself, what did Tyra not include so that this could be included? Like, because I assume things got pruned out and i'm imagining there was probably a whole chapter of these girls walking into invisible furniture that we're not getting to read
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> cuz it was reduced yeah. to just this and it's like if if her point is to show that like modeland is like Um, kooky crazy like spooky or whatever then at least make it something that's like a little bit more compelling because the invisible invisible beds aren't even cool
0: like (laughs) not not even a cool thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's nothing but Um, silliness it's more silliness as if like we haven't had enough silliness but then the bed, as if these beds couldn't get sillier when they lay on them then their faces get sketched onto the comforter in like a caricature as if to like label uh, the bed and so Shiraz discovers this first and she goes is me when she you know like a <laughs> boppity boopy, I'm Italian is me the bed. Um, and she she sees this and then and then Kamalini, um, oh no, no. Tookie and Camalini look at each other excitedly like you know now that they're watching the beds appear and they go oh my god where are our beds they say at the exact same time Jinx, Kamalini teased, uh, bumping Tookie's hip. Tookie smiled so hard, her cheeks hurt. No one had ever jinxed her before, which I was like, I was, I was, I was like, Tara was one breath away from writing, like, no one had ever asked Tookie if she wanted to be jinxed, (laughs) 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 Very much like that tone. Oh, so annoying.
1: Do you know what a head Bangor is?
0: Headbangor in this is basically headphones that um, are Tyra's invention. I think Bangor, because, like, they from, it's like, it, as we'll, we'll learn, it's an invention that Kamalini's dad made. She had mentioned before when we first met her that it sends music directly into her brainwaves. Oh, This that's was right. okay. very briefly mentioned as they were exiting, like, the O Plaza, and everyone was dancing, and Tookie was like, you're dancing but to a different beat. And Kamalini was like, I am to different music. <laughs> So now it's coming back up again. Imagine she, she
1: was just like, I don't have rhythm, bitch. What <laughs> yeah, do you I actually do. Can't.
0: I'm trying my best.
1: Try my fucking best. Excuse me very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. They all get their beds, right?
0: Yeah. And... Tookie doesn't like her caricature. She says it makes her look a little goofy. Um, yeah. And notably, the caricature has one eye darker than the other. And Tookie looks around the room at the iris of the girls, like, longing for a matching set of eyes. <laughs> that I thought was a really funny them. image.
1: So then, um, Kamalini is, like, she's sad, and we find out that, like, Shiraz is, like, assuming she's a di- she's an addict immediately. She's, like, the drugs. <laughs> she's, like, oh, not right. the
0: drugs. My pa- the whiskey. Wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. For some context <laughs> for what you're saying, it's because she says, my parents were so happy that I got here, but they were worried about my addiction, too.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, right. And so Shiraz is, like, the drugs. <laughs> the, the drugs! The drugs! <laughs> The whiskey. The whiskey. Uh, <laughs> I do judge um, I just want so to So, it's... She's addicted to her headbanger. Yeah. She smuggled it in, apparently. And then we get this whole backstory about, like, her mom is a Chakrawood actress. So, like, Bollywood, I guess. Yeah. And director. Yeah. A rarity. Yeah. Not like other girls. And her, her dad an made it for her. Yeah. And I don't... I'm not sure what the point is. But... Except that Tookie listens to it and we like, Kamalini finds out that Tookie can speak her language because she understands the, the song.
0: Right. Right. It's like a forbidden love song from one mm-hmm. of her, um, Kamalini's mother's movies. And there is, like, I've, I'm sure we'll learn this later, so we'll just, like, flag it for now. But, like, Kamalini's, like, it helps, like, it helps me forget dot, dot, dot. Like, something terrible happened right. to Kamalini. Mm-hmm. And that, that addicted her to... Listening to music.
1: So then they get a fourth roommate. And who is it?
0: None other than Zar (laughs) Pesa. Yeah. queen. I was like, (laughs) finally, this party's starting. Zarpeza walks right in, and she's like, "Did someone say magical? Because someone had said magical, and that's what summoned her." And everyone-Zarpeza's like,
1: like, "Party's here!" Party's here! Like, voice.
0: Yeah, kicks down the door, and everyone like looks from her to like the graffiti wall that like has their name on it, and her name like writes itself. Sarapesa, she's here. She's ready to fuck it up. And she walks in, and the first thing she does is like taunt all the girls, and she walks right up to Tookie's bed, which literally has Tookie's face on it, and sits on it, and is like, actually, it's mine, and she sits with such force that it erases Tookie's face.
1: (laughs) I can't. I mean, what's the point, then? So you can't sit on anyone else's bed? It becomes yours?
0: The beds, like, or the beds and their linens understand, like, ownership and popularity. (laughs) Like, they recognize their master? I don't know. So, this, um... This then leads to... Well, Zarpisa, of course, has one of these, like, lines where she's like, Oh, this thread count? My 2,500 thread count? Oh, my father's mother's brother's cousin's mac Like, someone I know manufactured these. Um, mm-hmm. I'll sleep so well in this. We'll all sleep like princesses. I have these on my bed at home. Don't I, Tutu? And she, like, looks at Tookie like, I dare you to call me poor again, bitch. <laughs> and it's Tookie's a like... Lesson
1: in how to shout the hell out!
0: <laughs> I still, yes! <laughs> I... I love it. And then I did love this part. Wait, hold on. Where where are, oh, so there's like plunks down, plunks down on Tookie's bed, like basically tells Tookie to like fuck off and Tookie just like gives in and is like, okay. And then that means Tookie has to wander around the room looking for like yet another invisible bed. (laughs)
1: It is very annoying that at this point, she didn't even have a glimmer of trying to stand up for herself. Like, she's just had this entire right. journey to mm-hmm. get here. Mm-hmm. She's been through all this stuff. Like, it would have been nice for, even if she didn't succeed, mm-hmm. to have her at least, like, try. Or even see her friends stand up for her. Because, like, Kamalina, just, uh, she uh, corrects her... Um, calling her Tutu. She says, it's Tookie, or whatever. Right, right. Um, but that's it. Like, nobody's like, hey, that's Tookie's bed. Like, what the fuck, you know? Um, so that was kind of annoying, and it yeah. was just very, like, ugh. Like, you're such a fucking punk, Tookie. Like, like you're, you're tall. Use that height. You're
0: tall, and you have a devastating secret at your disposal, which you just, like, levied as, like, a threat earlier in the book, like, a chapter or two ago. Like, and this is the moment. Like, even though it sort of casts Tookie in a negative light, I would have loved for her to have been like, do you have these at your home? Under what troll bridge? Like, even that I would have accepted, because it would have been interesting. But instead, Tookie's, like, you're right, best are getting good like like Eor, and she like walks off and like literally walks into as it says the darkest corner of the room where yeah uh, a, a smaller, worse bed is sitting invisibly.
1: Of course. <laughs> so it's just so like it's so annoying how like it just so happens that there's only one bed left and that it happens to be the smallest and scratchiest of them. And Tookie's the one that happens to find it, right? Yes. Like nobody else found this bed Tookie always has to be the fucking victim. Right. And, like, going back to what you were saying before, it's so interesting because, like, yeah, Tookie has this, like, thing that she's holding over Zarpeza's head. Truly, yeah. And Zarpeza's acting as if she's the one that has the leverage here, and she has no leverage. None.
0: None. Except that she's just haughty. And, like, it's truly, like, Tookie is really letting her walk all over her. And people like Zarpeza that, like, can get away with that oftentimes get away with it based on like boisterousness and personality and so i guess i mean this is page 210 and we've seen nothing out of tookie that even remotely has a whiff of development and oh God, i'm, I'm tired the... of it uh anyways I'm we so should tired of it. yeah <laughs> things that i'm not tired of um things that are old but now will become new um two new things get mentioned because there's like an announcement that's like you get to keep two things from home yeah um and tookie decides to keep. Her T-mail gel, which she takes out of her cargo pants. Um, Because they're now changing clothes. And by the way, everything fits. And Toki's really excited about the fact that everything fits. Um, They give them, like, clothes and stuff. So she keeps T-mail gel. And then, what else does she keep? Someone's going
1: to steal that. Her pin. The
0: The pin. The button. The button. Does anyone remember this button? No. Because it's been literally 150 pages (laughs) since it was last mentioned. It's like the cargo pants. It's the button that Theophilus...
1: Lovelace into or whatever. The,
0: lovelace threw into the trash and got like acid eroded in like chapter one. And she still has it with her. And it's like the other most precious thing to her. So precious that we haven't heard about it for 200 or pages. For him no, yeah, right?
1: <laughs> like even though like Sarpesa has been around a whole bunch, like she hasn't, you would think that she would relate him to her, right? Because like that's sure. what she really cares about. Like she likes this boy. Right. So she doesn't think about like, oh, how did he react to her getting to in? Like nothing. Like he's not even a, a thought, um, until this stupid button comes out. Um, someone's gonna steal that fucking journal. Mark my words, the team oh, in jail. It's I gonna get it. It. it's
0: gonna get mean girls thrown around the school the yes. second took you write something sensitive in it. Zarpesa marches over and she's like, What oh, the f- what's that? What's that? It took <laughs> This, this was crazy. So this stupid. is so stupid. This is crazy. So, the Therese is like, what is that? And Tookie's like, holding it in her hand, but like, closes her fingers. And the is like, open your fingers. And Tookie's like, I'm not gonna <laughs> open my fingers. And Therese is like, open them up. And so, <laughs> Tookie's solution, like, thinking, oh my god, she's gonna recognize this like, literal garbage button. Tookie's solution is she like, looks around wildly, and remember the room's covered in like, plants and flowers? Mm. And she like, snatches a fabric flower off the wall and quickly fashions like, a corsage and onto the the pin and pins it to her body, and is like nothing. It's just a corsage, corsage. As if as if her pace isn't standing, staring at her, watching her spend. I have to assume like fifteen to twenty minutes on this crap project.
1: So she actually leaves the room.
0: Oh, do I? Just...
1: She gets it. Do you know that gif of the of the little kid who's running around the pool and the mom's like, "What is in your hand?" And he's oh, like, "I got it. <laughs> No. <laughs> That's what I picture. Like, like the like Zarpeza just standing there, and Tuki's Sookie, just like running. Oh my god, around. you're right. It's yeah, so frantic. Sookie skidded
0: around the room looking for something to cover up. the head. She's just <laughs> sprinting around the room, and Zarpeza's just like watching her being like, Well, what's the name? And Tukie's like, Nothing, nothing, Zarpeza. Like, quickly pasting together a corsage. <laughs> I have so many questions for how Tookie got away with this. but... <laughs> My God, this inv- this this forget a gal, this invisible girl. She really is astounding. I mean, she's she ha- she's had her centura on for you know ten minutes, and already she's <laughs> flying through the air, stopping time to make shitty crafts. My God, really a hero that I can see myself in. <laughs> anyway, God, what happened? I don't know. Oh,
1: so the announcement. Yeah,
0: there, there's an announcement. All bellas must retire to their beds and rest up for the first day of classes tomorrow. It is now time for the Lumiere with a capital L.
1: So they all go to bed. They are going to sleep. Everyone says goodnight except for Zarpeza because she's a huge
0: bitch. Yeah, you know what? Huge bitches don't say goodnight. (laughs) We don't. We don't.
1: So then a spotlight starts to shine on Zarpeza's Zarpeza's face. And she says, hide under the underpants. Overpass, like she screams, thinking of her homelessness. I, I
0: her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's having a nightmare, like within seconds of falling asleep. And Tookie,
1: and... like, stifles a laugh, which is so fucking evil. But I Stone guess, don't cold, like, bitch. <laughs> I guess she deserves it. Um, and so then wakes up. We find up. out what the Lubieres are, um, right, and And Zarpace is really excited about it.
0: Right, like Zerpesa fell asleep. She's awake again. This is all like all happening within the course of a minute. Zerpesa wakes up. Oh my God, it's my Lumiere, and um, and we learn, we learn what it is. Which basically... so Zerpesa explains, the Lumiere is a special light that shines on Bella's at night. It's whatever their most flattering light is—candlelight, sunlight, whatever—and look, mine's a spotlight. I mean, it it means she she infers that this is a prediction that she's going to be a superstar and Toxabella Bella, um, bigger than Ciel.
1: And then a warm reddish light um, snaps over uh, Kamalina's bed um, and... She's screaming about, like, we can't sleep with lights on. And that was my first thought. I was like, are these lights going to stay on their fucking face all night? Yeah. This makes no sense. I would be like, send me the fuck home right now. I can't do this, bestie. Or give me, like, something to cover my eyes with. This makes no sense. I also Um,
0: need, like, utter darklessness when I sleep or else I find it. like, Like, even if there's, like, a light on in, like, the hallway... I, I, it disrupts me. It it's disrupts me. So, I would have trouble with this too. And I wanted to ask you, what do you think that your Lumiere would be? Right? Like, what do you feel like your most flattering light is? Um, and it can be anything, because we'll learn in a second. So, like, Tookie, who of course can see and hear everything, even though it's pitch black in the room, except for these, like, spotlights, she hears from the from, from the other dorms. Someone goes, <laughs> it's so bright! And someone else goes, mine's glow sticks! <laughs> Which I was like, oh, it could be, like, anything. Like, mine's Mine's literally like my, my like microwave beeping at night as I like reheat like pad thai. <laughs> that's like it's the light from my refrigerator. That's what. Oh I Oh my think mine god, would be. that's
1: your. I was gonna say something like like <laughs> like, the, like the sunset, like something beautiful like that. You're like my microwave light.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mine is flickering anime set on mute because <laughs> I'm like doing something else on my phone. That would be my. But look, I mean glow sticks. Who's who's like modeling and there she's like she's like get my glow sticks (laughs) that girl must be so deep but whatever so um and i don't think i don't think tookie gets a light she doesn't and And neither does shiraz yeah
1: neither of them
0: do i know which is a a bit of drama and i wanted to ask you do you think it's because zarpeza stole tookie's bed and also her lumiere like maybe the spotlight was meant for tookie
1: um, I did, that did cross my mind, but then okay. I was like, but then the duvet cover changed or the bed sheet cover changed, right? So that should mean a transfer of bed. I don't know. But yeah, then, I don't know how the
0: circuitry works. <laughs> but
1: then what about Shiraz? Like, it's we don't a, know. It's so, Italian
0: ex-hate so, crime.
1: So Shiraz is like, um, isn't this supposed to happen to every girl here? And yeah. Zarpez is like every, every model. model. Mm. Um and shiraz is like i'm just as cute as you bitch um (laughs) and zarpiece is like i don't know um i don't some of you don't belong here i need to go to sleep and then she like emphasizes the word sacrifice when she says she sacrificed so much beauty rest speaking to you all and that triggers like shiraz and Tuki looking at each other thinking of the sacrifices that they heard about when they first got to model land um, yeah. which I don't yeah. even remember what that is.
0: So. I think, so I think this is foreshadowing, right? I think basically Sarpeza knows a little bit more about what happens at Model N. She's saying that like, you're not going to make it, you're going to get sacrificed to like, cause I, basically she's saying, I'm a real model. You're not like, you haven't sacrificed enough. Like you're going to be sacrificed for my sake. It's sort of, I think like the undertone of this exchange.
1: So, she, so Sar- Sarpeza is referencing something, I believe that they learned before about some sort of sacrifices that scared them, and that's happening in Model Land. I'm pretty sure I read something like that before.
0: I think you're right. I don't know where it is either, but I, in the density of detail, definitely someone mentioned, like, sacrifices.
1: hmm So, the, Sookie goes to sleep and wakes up.
0: Like, run, like outside in the, in the old plaza running around in the dark. She's is she like outside? A, I think, she, oh, maybe. I thought she was, like, she, like, thinks she's outside. Oh, well, she says this definitely isn't the D. Yeah, um,
1: she was, like, in some sort of hallway somewhere, it feels like. The tips
0: of the M building glowed not far away. She so was, she's yeah. not she's not where she was. She's somehow running around somewhere else in the dark. And this is not the first time this... Remember this, like, happened before when she saw Chris krebs eat shit in the living room? <laughs> <laughs> so, Tuki so oh actually has done this before.
1: This is so, like... This is so typical of like Tookie, where like she'll sleepwalk her way into the right place. Like the, at right, the right plot pot. point, yeah. Like <laughs> to the point where she she's not even getting up to pee. Like, not even that much agency. Like, she <sighs> sleptwalked her way there. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I woke up to pee and I heard something weird. I saw like a torch Or I couldn't outside.
0: sleep because of the lights on, so I'm, right. I'm restless. Like, no, Nothing she just like that. teleports through the text. To the next point in the plot. And Which she's is walking around. She finds. Very
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is great. This is wild. This chapter had so much, like, it's not a long chapter, but so much random stuff, isn't it? She finds a room of flickering candles. She's looking at it through an opening. She hoped it was a passage that led back to the D. <laughs> she had to get back to the D. <laughs> the model land staff and uh, security <laughs> probably didn't like night wanderers. And she approaches the door and, like, Opens it. This has big Chris Kramerbat like vibes to me. It's this whole, same, this it's whole a, moment. It's basically
1: the same exact
0: like moment. setup, right?
1: Yeah, you would think that it's that it's like a parallel.
0: Yeah, you but think it's
1: not? No, it's just like
0: <laughs> it's just the same device used twice. <laughs> like it's like part of like Tyra's toolkit to like sleepwalk a character into. Uh, a very fortunate thing to witness, and yeah. in this case, I'm gonna let you do the honors. What's going? What is Tookie watching? <laughs> so she's, see- she's hearing whacking noises. Just so she's hearing
1: some- whacking noises, and then she hears someone sort of like whimpering and saying, "It's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault." And like the moment that happened, I was like, "Oh, this is some Catholic shit. This is some dimention code. <laughs> yeah, self-flagellation. Like self-flagellation.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it is. It is."
1: Um, <laughs> but the person's doing it with a wooden plank?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a two
1: by four? Like, the how, do you, how, do,
0: how do you hit it yourself with a two? Like you need something that like whips, right? I guess you could
1: hit yourself with anything if
0: you <laughs> believe hard enough. That's true. Anything can be self-flagellation if you have the right amount of determination. <laughs>
1: So the only items in the room Is a picture, aside from this person Who's hitting themselves Pinned on the wall And it's the three pillars That just appeared one day So the obscure obelisks um, That had arisen in LaDorno Seemingly overnight I was like whoa Bitch. that moment yes. really made me feel like okay like i wrote I was oh my like, god mastermind
0: tyra yes. is working on something <laughs> big here she got
1: us she got us um so this, <laughs> she got like, us. this person is beating herself senseless like there's blood <laughs> cuts gashes everything and Tookie is still staring and she gasps because yeah. that's what she always does to it's give away house. her position. Yeah. And then we see who it is. And who is it, Ryan?
0: It is, it's fucking CL. It's CL. CL. The CL, CL. The Catholic Liva priest. <laughs> little, beating little the
1: miss shit out of herself
0: little miss vampire trust fall into the earth See, <laughs> i'm in a cage of ribbons and blades is beating herself senseless and it's this and she's screaming oh sorry <laughs> sorry i'm so sorry like she's just like gargling sorry and that's the end of the chapter
1: that is the end of chapter 18 <laughs> christ <laughs> almighty
0: all right wow so, so what do you what do you think that we just saw what was that
1: i well obviously CL is in trouble about something that she did right because like she's been like in jail like sometimes like whenever she's (laughs) not helping Tookie um, she's in jail Yeah, her green
0: room is the jail cell
1: yeah so she's she's been punished for something that she did And we don't know what that is right now, but apparently she feels remorse for it, or she's being forced to do this to herself. I don't know what it is.
0: I, in like, she's somehow beholden to these, like, whatever these obelisks represent. Like, she failed them somehow. So it makes me think that there's like another authority or something that she's trying to appease that she's now repenting towards Mm. that is now represented by the obelisks but i think the obelisks are oh my god i think the obelisks are something different than like the belladonna and the whole institution of model land right like i think it's some sort of like rebellious force because again it just appeared overnight no one questioned it no one really thought about it they just sort of popped up all over the world
1: yeah um something big's happening i don't know what they what they are what the point is Like I don't even have a theory Really because I feel like it's so confusing Um Maybe that's like a source Of magic or something or I, I, don't, I don't really know because especially if they Just popped up no. maybe She somehow made Them appear and they were
0: oh, Hidden like before maybe.
1: I don't know maybe perhaps I
0: really I look, look I couldn't tell you either I have no real Clue but anyways Guys, we made it to the end of chapter 18 of and We are nearly halfway through the book. Oh my so, God. congratulations oh, to the Bad it. Author Book Club. So, what's
1: your, uh, 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 what, what, what's, I forgot the thing.
0: <laughs> my rose and a thorn. Is yeah, what you what's forget?
1: your, ro- what's your rose and what's your thorn for this
0: chapter? My rose. My rose is you laughing so hard about the slow motion moment, <laughs> not the moment itself, but you cackling and losing your shit about that it. That so was so funny. Really, that was really full of full of joy for me. And my my thorn is the fact that once again we had to induce Tookie into the plot via a sleepwalk. Like yeah. Just like you said, like, it could have been a parallel, and it wasn't. It's just simply, like, teleporting Tookie into the right place at the right time to, like, witness something important. Maybe it was a dream. We don't really know, but it doesn't feel satisfying to just, like, have this. Because we don't know, like, even what it could portend. Yeah. We don't really know any of it. Like, there's nothing really connecting it. And it's just too far into the book to, like, have spooky, eerie things happen without us being like, oh... That's what this is. It almost got there. As soon as the obelisks were mentioned, I was like, cool. Something like, we're, we're going to have something happen. But it didn't like, it didn't really push it over the edge for me. So yeah, that, that's, I agree.
1: That should have been a much bigger moment than it was. But we already yeah. know this place sucks. We already right. know it's terrible. So it's sort of like a non-surprise. Um, right, right. I would say the... Even though it was really lacking, like the that moment where we saw Sfiel with the obelisk was probably my rose because it was like the first time that we had a callback to something.
0: Right. That Um, felt like a little bit fundamental.
1: Right. Because there's so many details and so much world building that we get in this book and we never know what is actually going to be important later on. And this is like the first time we've had any sort of payoff and my thorn... I'm going to say the invisible beds, man. They made me really
0: upset. <laughs> you hate the invisible beds.
1: They were so stupid. The whole thing with Tookie was such a, like... Just, like, victim all over the yeah. place. Like, yeah. she's so not a compelling main character at all. She's not interesting. <laughs> she... I kind of want her pays it to win. Like
0: Somebody lied to her several times. I
1: mean... <laughs> I, it, it's just not good. So, yeah, th- those yeah. those are my two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Babe, I'm with you on that. Oh, All right. Well, that's the end of this week's episode. And uh, thank you all for toughing it out with us. If you are listening to this, if you're cackling along, come find us on Discord. Check our show notes and chat with us about the episode uh, that you just had to listen to us talk about. Because we would love <laughs> your thoughts it would sure be <laughs> of us rehashing Sorry, the same things over I just and, knees, and over and my
1: headphones fell off
0: <laughs> passing out of the background <laughs> if you want to listen to the other back episodes find us on apple podcasts wherever you stream it can be it can be spotify it can be anchor our our anchor site is anchor.fm/badauthorbookclub slash uh find us on twitter at twitter.com our uh, our at is badauthorpod on instagram we are badauthorbookclub and online our website is badauthorbookclub.wordpress.com If you want to follow me, my ads are the Ryan Lasala on Insta, Twitter, and TikTok.
1: Yay! They're the same now. They're the same. Finally! Oh my god! Took
0: me years.
1: (laughs) You You can find me at Clarabel underscore Ortega on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok as well. And my website's com. Go pre-order my book, Witch
0: Links. <laughs> you inspire me so much. Everything about you. I'm obsessed with you. Oh my God. Okay, well, bye guys. We bye. love you. Catch you next time. See you next week, Hawk queens. Hot queens. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky
1: just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?